You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com, and I'm joined once again with Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Uh, Noelle is a psychologist, international speaker, and author of nine best-selling books, and today we are going to talk about dealing with irresponsible exes. Uh, you know, it's something we don't talk a whole lot about, but it's very real for a lot of couples. Uh exes, uh, in particular, having to deal with an irresponsible ex with whom you share a child or two or three, uh, you know, they're in your life as long as the child is alive because even after uh, the child you had with this person is grown, issues can still come up like who's going to give away the bride or who's going to show up at the wedding uh, or who they, are they going to show up at the wedding with somebody that you would really like to kill? Yes, because those feelings don't die just because you're divorced. And in the immediate, Steve, you know, there's the issue that's oh so common of overlooked birthdays or missed visitations or things like that. Yeah, and and, and this can really damage your current relationship as well. Yes, because there is that spillover that, you know, you'll carry your irritation or your bad feelings into your current marriage where those feelings really do not belong. Mm-hmm. And so how do you deal with an irresponsible ex? And let's just start in, in the general sense. Sure. Well, let's assume, Steve, that you already know better than to badmouth your ex in front of your kids, right? Okay. So when uh, the, the ex has missed a visitation or dropped your child off three hours before he was supposed to or has been a last-minute cancel – you're not going to say things like, oh, he's such an idiot, or she's such a witch. But what's really hard to avoid, Steve, is to say something like, oh, he did it again, or, you know, you can't count on her for anything while grinding your teeth or scowling. I mean, you know, we're human, and so it is distressing. Mm-hmm. I think the easiest way to deal with your anger in that moment right then is to remind yourself who's the grown-up here. And frankly, it better be you. <laughs> okay. So you want to table your anger for right now, be that grown-up, and switch your focus to your child. Because that is who, import- is, who is important here, your child. Okay, so, so by focusing on your child, what exactly do you mean? I mean to turn all your attention to soothing your child. After all, he or she is the one who's truly disappointed, you know, maybe even heartbroken. Oh, you got over your heartache a long time ago. You're remarried, right? You're in a good relationship now. But your child is experiencing each fresh disappointment with that irresponsible parent as yet another abandonment. Mm. So you want to soothe your kid. You want to say things like, I'm sorry, honey. I know you were looking forward to seeing your dad. Hopefully you'll get to do that soon. I mean, you put that kind of a spin on it, Steve. You don't You don't start going, yeah, well, that's just the way he is, that's just the way she is, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You soothe your child to the best of your ability, and then 
move on to plan B. Okay, and so, so what's plan B then? Plan B, Steve, is if you're saddled with an irresponsible ex, you better have one. <laughs> because what is irresponsible? Irresponsible is not measuring up. It's not doing whatever he or she said they were going to do. So, you know, it's probably why or one of the big reasons why you divorced them in the first place. Sure. So, yeah, you've you got to have a plan B, which means maybe working out a deal with another parent to have your child over for a, a play date or a sleepover when dad doesn't come through. I mean, something you've already spoken of ahead of time, so they, they're kind of ready and welcoming, if you will. Or maybe it's having a list of zoos or amusement parks or malls to go to that your child particularly enjoys. Maybe it's distracting your kid with a, a fun movie or a video game or some new computer or what's it. But the important part, the, the, uh, if you will, the bottom line on this, Steve, is you need to take responsibility for your child's welfare and happiness when your ex doesn't. Okay. Now, I can hear the cries already, Steve. <laughs> He's not there. Why me? <laughs> Excuse me. But you're the grown-up. So you have a duty to keep yourself out of your pity party and take care of your child. If you have a plan B, always ready, and your child learns that even if dad doesn't come through, he or she can rely on you to make their day happy, mm-hmm. your child is less likely to suffer. Because after all, you haven't abandoned him or her also. Mm-hmm. Now, do you, ta- do, you do a, a mental shift in your own mind about I'm no longer uh, – I'm, I'm talking – we're dealing with irresponsible exes who have on mm-hmm. many occasions flaked. Do you have a – do you shift your mindset to I am a single parent, I'm not co-parenting to – in order to have these backup plans? You know, that's a real interesting way of coming at it, Steve. I think that could work very well. In other words, to simply assume that the ex is more like a wandering uncle or a, you know, something like that, that you, that you don't count on. I think the attitude of, of basically I'm a single parent as regards this child is a pretty darn good one. <clears throat> the only way that can get a little bit snafu'd is you do have a new spouse, and sure. he or she is probably taking on some of the parenting activities. But certainly when it comes to the ex, to the irresponsible ex, is don't count on them. Mm-hmm. Don't count on them. They're like a visiting, you know, far relative, if you will. They certainly aren't behaving when they're irresponsible, like a genuine mom or dad. Uh-huh. And, and yeah, the, the other thing, when you were talking about the plan B, um, I mean, is it appropriate if, uh, if the, the biological father uh, doesn't show for something to have your new spouse fill in for that person? Or is that m- mixing the emotions a little too much for the kid where it was their biological dad that was going to take him to the zoo and, you know, your new husband's just not going to cut it? Well, it's not so much that your new husband won't cut it because he or she may, I mean, it's not a she, obviously. Your new husband is probably responsible and all that. But I do think it's it's kind of a faking thing in the sense that that's not the hole that needs to get filled up. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the child is really looking for either their biological dad or something completely different. Okay. And so, yes, I think putting, letting the new, if you will, dad in quotes take over is kind of mixed signals. So the plan B, I think, is better if it's involving other children or just yourself. Okay. 
So, yeah. so if, if the plan was for the biological dad to take them to the zoo, the, the new spouse shouldn't take them to the zoo. There should be just a completely different change of direction and plan. Exactly. If it falls through. Okay. Because the message is not, you know, that, that's confusing to the kid, if you will. It, it, it's not about, well, we have interchangeable dads. Yeah. That's not what it's about. It's about soothing, which is you've been hurt. You've been hurt by a specific person in a specific way. So I'm going to soothe you by distracting you, really, into something different. Okay. Not trying to put a replacement figure in there because that's not the object. Okay. And it's going to be, frankly, hard for the new spouse. I mean, they, you don't want them to feel like they're a uh, you know, plug-and-play. <laughs> yeah, and, and, that, and that's a great point, too, because the new spouse – you know, if we're talking, they're dealing with an irresponsible uh, uh, ex, I'm assuming that that irresponsible ex probably doesn't have uh, a huge amount of custody. So the new spouse is probably on a day-to-day basis right. t- taking over as that new father figure in that, in that kid's life. Absolutely. And I'm thinking in terms of their own feelings and how this impacts the marriage, because, yeah. you know, we're, we're really back to that, which is irresponsible exes don't just hurt the child, but they also can cause damage to the couple, the new couple, unless you kind of pay attention to that. Yeah. And so asking the, you know, your, your new spouse is indeed taking on a, lot, on a lot of the parenting, and that's fantastic, but they shouldn't have to clean up the mess. Mm-hmm. of the irresponsible ex. That's your job. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's talk about your own feelings a little bit. I think in, in, in time, anytime you're dealing with, with an anger, um, a resentment, a revenge feeling, those sorts of things, right, which is what comes up when, when you're with an irresponsible ex, is you've got to feel and release. In other words, don't put yourself down for your feelings. Don't deny them. Don't ignore them. Maybe lock yourself in your bathroom and have a good cry, mm-hmm. if that's what you need to do. Or drive around the block a few times and scream in the car with the windows rolled up, if that's what it takes. My personal favorite way of getting rid of this sort of anger is to scrawl large indecencies all over a pad. <laughs> or sometimes I will type them into the computer or the iPad in caps, bolded and red. And then, of course, destroy the document. But, I was going to say, don't you know, don't do that in an email because you don't want to accidentally. Oh God, get no! <laughs> oh, thank you, Steve. No, no, not in an email. And you know, frankly, I find handwriting is is nice because you can really get it out there with with vim, vigor, and you know, bold strokes, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the the purpose through this is, even though you need to be the grown up relative to your kid, you still have your own feelings to deal with, and it is best to deal with them. Mm-hmm. And feel and release, feel and release, feel the damn thing, release it, and let it go. And that, of course, is the hard part, is let it go. Okay. Repeat to yourself as much as you need to, I divorced this person for a reason. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they are not in my life anymore, so guess what? This is expected yucky behavior. I hate it. I'm releasing it. I'm done. And be done and go about your life. And so how much of this uh, releasing process can the new spouse be involved? I mean, I, I wouldn't. Was, you know, okay. I wouldn't involve them because it's not, their, it's not their job. It's not their business. Okay. And put yourself in their shoes. How would you like it if they have an, you know, a, a yucky ex and they're releasing it all over you? The first time or two, it's okay. You'll feel compassion. But after that, it's like, dude, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't bring that extra baggage in here. 
So, I mean, but what if, okay, th- I mean, that's a really uh, great Personal point. responsibility. Um, and, and if you're that, if you're that other spouse, uh, yeah. the new, the new spouse and yeah. your, uh, your husband or wife keeps coming to you and saying like, guess what so-and-so did today? Guess what the ex did this time? Uh, how, how, how should that person handle it? Um, if they're, they're just like, I, yeah, I know they're irresponsible. This is what you, I don't know why you expect anything different. How, how should they handle that? If they continue, continually get, uh, that conversation started. If they continually get that conversation started and the, the new spouse says soothing things like, yeah, I know, honey, it's hard, but that's why you're not with them anymore. And I'm here and I love you. Mm-hmm. If that, if that doesn't sort of, sort of taper off the continual, uh, you know, what a yuck from the <laughs> <laughs> from the suffering spouse. It, frankly, at that point, I think counseling. Okay. Because repetitive behavior tends to harden into patterns that are then very hard to get rid of. Okay. And it can, you know, the the new spouse after a while is going to go, oh God, again. Yeah. Not so much about the irresponsible behavior of the old spouse, but really as to, look, you know, we've, we've gone through this. I don't know how many times. How many more times can I tell you? That's who he is. Yeah. Leave it be. So I think that if it, if it hardens into a pattern that at that point, outside help is recommended. Because, because yeah. like you're saying, if the, if the, the new spouse, will, you know, at some point will have no more to contribute and then it'll start damaging their marriage because that they'll just start saying like, really again? <laughs> right. And get over it. Yeah. And then get the, over it. And yeah. then the, and then the the spouse will not like to hear the the get over it. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. So yeah. So it's a complicated dynamic. And frankly, Steve, we will probably devote other podcasts to these issues because they come up. They're very real, and they're not necessarily easy to get past. Yeah. Um, right here today, we're concentrating on, you know, be the grown up, take care of your child, focus on your child, have that plan B, and. Take personal responsibility for your feelings. Okay. And if any of you listening to this podcast have an X issue that you would, you know, try to not talk about a very specific thing, uh, but something more broad that we can touch on that would, you know, reach a big group of people who have X's that might uh, experience a similar issue, please write in, uh, send an email, send me a tweet, send Noelle a tweet. Um, and we'll see about putting together a podcast for you on that subject. Um, that would be great. That's a wonderful idea. Yeah. So, Noelle, we'll, uh, we'll wrap up here. So thank you once again so much for your time. It's, it was a great episode as usual. So thank you once again. Thank you so much. Uh, as a reminder to you listening, uh, you have been listening to Dr. Noelle Nelson, who is a psychologist, international speaker, and author of nine best-selling books. Her two most recent are Your Man is Wonderful, and the second is Dangerous Relationships. You can get more at her websites, yourmaniswonderful.com, which you can also find her blog there. Uh, You can also visit drnoellenelson.com. You can find Noelle on Facebook. Uh, We have a link on uh, the Hitched Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash hitched where you can reach Noelle. Uh, Noelle is also on Twitter, uh, at Dr. Noelle Nelson. Um, I am on Twitter, at Hitched Media. 
And uh, again, please send in any any topics you want us to talk about. I know I, I brought up the thing up about the X's, but if you do have something else that you'd like to talk about, please please shoot an email, send a tweet, post something on our Facebook wall, and uh, we'll see about getting to it. So one last time, thank you so much, Noel, and I can't wait to keep, do this again soon. Will be my pleasure, Steve. Okay, take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian, I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.